Happy Chris Mahana Kwanzaa, people. If you're listening to this podcast on the day it releases, it is Christmas Eve 2019. And assuming you celebrate, or at least you participate in some regard with the gift-giving idea of the season, there's a good chance you are going to receive something from someone that you're going to smile about, that you're going to thank them profusely for, and then you're going to either hide in a closet or ditch it as fast as humanly possible. That's right. It's re-gifting season, my friends. And most of the time we think of re-gifting as this unspoken yet widely practiced faux pas. It's an indication that a gifter doesn't actually know the giftee very well. But in another sense, if we look at it from a different angle, regifting is actually the relational currency that brings us closer together. Allow me to explain. What if I told you that your life right now is worth noticing? This is the Attention Collection. I'm Anthony Garcia. Right now, in mailboxes around the world, in your living room underneath a tree, or perhaps on its way to your house tomorrow morning, there is a fruitcake that you're going to have to figure out how to give to somebody else. Right now, there is a deceivingly large box waiting to be given to somebody that contains a necktie. Because nothing says, I don't really know you at all, and so I desperately searched for anything I could find, like a necktie. And so you're going to open it, and two things are going to happen. You're going to thank the person profusely, and then you're going to immediately picture who in the world you can pawn this thing off on. Because you will not be caught dead in this, let alone photographed in it. Or what about one of the most re-gifted items year after year? The candle. The candle with these creative new smells. They're running out of ideas and so they just keep rolling things out. But every year they bring out the festive line just in time for the holidays. And can we be honest? A lot of these candles smell vaguely like a pine tree trapped inside a gas station bathroom. Let's just keep it real. Or what about one of my personal favorites? The gift basket. That's right, the cellophane-wrapped illusion of thoughtfulness that says, what if we took every possible food item and crammed it in a flimsy basket full of shredded green and red paper? Now, listen, don't get me wrong. There's a way to do gift baskets right. And I've been the recipient of many a beautiful gift basket, and I'm thankful for it. But raise your hand. If you've ever re-gifted an entire gift basket, trust me when I say you are not alone. You are in good company. Just hope that company doesn't get together for a white elephant Christmas party because you might get the basket back. But I digress. I actually think there's another way to look at re-gifting. In fact, I would go as far as saying our society, anything worthwhile, anything that is beautiful, transformative, inspiring, is on some level the product 
of re-gifting. Think about human civilization as we know it. Before the written word, we lived in an oral tradition where stories were passed down from person to person and generation to generation. Somebody told the story of their people to someone who then later on somewhere else shared that story. Did they embellish it? Did they tweak it? Did it alter itself a little bit? Sure. But that's the nature of regifting. Nobody takes the gift they get and gives it to someone else in the same basket or in the same bag. No, you switch bags. You make sure the card is different. You write a new name on it and you pass it along. Such is the story of our common existence. Every one of us has a story in any given social situation that when a topic comes up, we have a story that we cannot wait to pass on. This is actually how we interact with and relate with other people. The same is true for jokes. Do you remember when people used to tell jokes? I mean, they'd have the premise, they'd wind it up, and then they'd come in with the punchline, and they would pause for laughter. Not too many people tell traditional jokes anymore. There's a lot of funny people, but I appreciate someone who is just a treasure trove of jokes. For any different scenario, they've got a joke to make it that much better. Jokes are nothing more than hilarious re-gifts. Assuming the person who's telling the joke is not a comedian who sits around and writes jokes all day, that person picked up that joke from someone else who decided it was a good time to pass it along to them. What a generous gift. Or what about a recipe? A lot of us in a cabinet somewhere, tucked in a drawer in our kitchen. There's a beat up, battered, stained by food recipe scratched onto an index card that was passed down from great grandma to grandma to grandma to mom and so on and so forth. And every time that dish comes off the stove or out of the oven, we are tasting a re-gift. That's the nature of food. That's our common experience around the table. Or what about music? Think about something like hip-hop that really came into prominence using samples of songs from artists that came before hip-hop. And in fact, many times they sampled songs and actually made them better than the original songs. That is a musical re-gift that has been emulated since that. So in other words, there are now remixes of remixes. Or how about this? Now, we don't usually traffic in CDs and cassette tapes anymore. We use Spotify playlists and Pandora curation. But there was a time when you would hear tracks of songs that you loved and you would compile them for someone else. You'd put this song next to this song, and no, this one has to go first. And you take a gift, a musical gift that you sat and listened to, that you spent hours enjoying, and you would repackage it for the enjoyment of someone else. You would pass it along.
So looking at re-gifting from this angle, what are some of your favorite things to re-gift or what are the re-gifts that you can't wait to receive? You know, one of my favorite things is when I get a text and I look at my phone and it's a link to iTunes or to Spotify and it's a track that someone is telling me I need to check out. And it's usually that you need to listen to this. And generally speaking, if somebody's texting me a song, it's someone who knows my taste. It's someone who knows the stuff that lights me up, the stuff I'm into. And I get excited about listening to those songs. And a lot of times, they're absolutely right. And if they're not, I don't tell them. I just say, oh, that's cool. But I'll put them in my playlists. I will save it onto my phone and then I'll listen to it. And what actually usually happens from there is I have a similar experience. I listen to the song and it makes me think of someone else who might enjoy it. And so I'm re-gifting a gift that becomes another re-gift and it's passed along. And this is curation. This is how relationships and bonds are forged. Relationships with each other and relationships with artists. Perhaps you're someone who traffics in inspirational quotes. You know, you bump into them on Tumblr or Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. And if it inspires you, it almost always makes you think of someone else who might have the same experience. And so you pass it along. What a generous thought. This picked my day up. I think it might have the same effect on you. We don't often think about how generous that is how formative these things are, but that's the nature of re-gifting. On some level, this behavior is risky because it requires some level of vulnerability. This moved me. I think it might have the same effect on you, but what if it doesn't? What if it falls flat or what if it bores someone or what if they reply the dreaded dot, 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 it's just not for me. That's a risk we take, but such is the nature of re-gifting. And that brings me to the ultimate re-gift. You yourself. And as we like to say in the Attention Collection, we don't become ourselves by ourselves. We are the recipients of other people's inputs. Our gifts, the things we offer to the world, in some way are re-gifts from things that have passed along to us. And then there is an inherent risk with showing up in this way. Because when we offer our gifts to the world, when we show up to be seen, we have to realize that we aren't going to be for everyone. On some level, we are going to be the necktie to someone who doesn't even wear button-down shirts. That's okay. We keep showing up because someone is going to receive us into their life as the gift they've been waiting for. And as David Dark has said, I'm the glad recipient repeatedly of myriad acts of intellectual hospitality on the part of people who've been kind enough to see within me an intelligence I have yet to access myself. People who saw fit to take me seriously by regarding me hopefully and imaginatively, and maybe you are too. And I think you are. 
And while I firmly believe that you didn't become yourself by yourself, that the soundtrack to your life is a list of songs that were passed along to you, and that while the films and the art and the conversations and the stories that you share with other people were first shared with you, no one shares those stories in the way that you do. No one has ever put those songs together in the playlist that you have. You are a unique expression and we need you to keep showing up with your gifts. Some will walk by unaffected. Others will be changed because the truth is your life, the one you are living right now, is worth noticing. It's all in the art of paying attention. And while we're on the topic of re-gifting, if you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to put it in a gift bag you recycled from someone else and pass it along. Leave us a review on iTunes. Go ahead and tap that five-star rating because it's Christmas. And if you have somebody who would love to listen to the podcast, but they don't have iTunes, that's okay. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher as well. And you can find us on Facebook and on Instagram. So come hang out with us on the socials. I would love to know more about the things that you are paying attention to, the stuff that's forming who you are. I'll talk to you next week. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy I don't celebrate any of those things because it's not for me. Everybody belongs. Until next time.